When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, yeah. Kwanzaa thing. Yeah. I think those are all the holidays around. Those are the main December. ones, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not whoa, whoa, not the main ones. There's there's other important ones too. But the, the main ones oh, in December. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Careful. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a touchy <laughs> subject for for a lot of religions day. You got to be careful. <laughs> fair enough. Um Happy holidays. Hope that uh, everyone had a fantastic break and uh if you did celebrate something, hopefully it was also fantastic. You got lots of food, lots of presents, lots of family time, all that stuff. If you got anything very cool like a Ducks Reverse Retro or just anything Ducks related, shoot it our way at Quack Report Pod. We'd love to see it. Maybe yeah. you got some TQR merch. That'd be sick too. That would be. Um, I, I saw a great uh, road sign that said, uh, let the holiday food slow you down. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I was like, that is good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, funny and promotes safety. Yeah, exactly. So, but I'm like, okay, you really don't want to let the holiday food slow me down though, because I will fall asleep at the wheel and you do not want to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and all the, all the turkey. Yeah. And we're coming up on New Year's as well. So, Happy New Year to everybody that celebrates the New Year at the beginning of January. So, yeah. Yeah. And because there's the Chinese New Year, which is sometime usually at the end of January. So, mm. That's why I differentiate it. And if you celebrate Chinese New Year, then happy early Chinese New Year. Yeah. If you do both, just keep on living life. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a lot. You do you. That'd be, that'd be expensive because like calendars are expensive, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly, I don't, I, I don't know how Chinese uh, New Year works at honestly at all to make like a, like a semblance of a comment. <laughs> Yeah, no, me neither. So there's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to learn about Chinese New Year. Yeah, in case you've only ever listened to the podcast and looked, and and so not like looked at any of the videos of us, we are very much not of you know Chinese or Asian descent. So we would... no, I am of uh, like I personally am of uh, German and Polish descent primarily. You know what? How long have we known each other, Nate? It's been like ten years at this point. Yeah, pretty close. Well, anyways, I I had no idea that that was. Really? Where? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, honestly, the thought like, literally ger- never like even crossed German my is, mind. German is the primary for sure. Okay. So, um, but uh, yeah, no, my uh, well, even my like my dad's dad, uh, my papa. Mm-hmm. So one story that my dad was telling me that, um, because I think my 
I think my papa was like first generation Canadian for like that branch of the family side. Yeah, I I could be totally wrong. Dad, tell me if I'm wrong, please. Um, (laughs) Just in case you're listening. But um, anyway, he did speak like both German and English. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and he did almost like the stereotypical thing that he like when he got angry, he would flip to German. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And just like start going off, basically. And uh, apparently my grandma would just let him go off. And they just kind of like wait. And was she German? Uh, Like, I think she had German heritage as well, but like didn't speak it as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, apparently she would just like let him go off, like, and then just like wait for him to die off and. Like like on his rant kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, no, no, like, just, whoa, okay. <laughs> like he, no, he just had a heart attack yeah. every time he got angry, and <laughs> then they'd have to like get the defibrillator from the back hall. Like, <laughs> oh no, just like let his rant die off, and then just like, yeah, fuck you too, and then just like, because <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't understand like a yeah, word that he was no going idea. off and, about. And then so. he was like. Well, shit, I just like wasted all that. And no one even understood what I was yeah, saying. Exactly. So, <laughs> got it off his chest. That's all that mattered. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I had no idea that was like your heritage, but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Now I know. Now you know. And, and I'll forget it probably. And then in 10 years, when you tell me again, I'll be like, oh shit, how did I not know that? <laughs> what, what What's yours, actually? I don't think, no, maybe we have talked about it before. Yeah. I want to say you it's know what? English. We probably have, but yeah, English, Scottish, and a wee bit of French. There you go. Yeah, it makes sense. But mostly English and Scottish. So very white in case, once again, you are are looking (laughs) at this right now. You're just listening. Very white. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Anyways, we uh, just wanted to do a short little episode between the, um, I I guess, what is Christmas and what is uh, New Year's, if you celebrate those holidays and yeah, so we just uh, are doing a little bit of a New Year's resolution type thing for some of the Ducks players. So we picked, uh, I guess, 12. Well, 12 players plus a coach, but we've like lumped two of the players together, so it's still 12. It's like the 12 days of Christmas, except instead it's the 12 days of the New Year. Now I'm going to make one correction. You picked these guys. I had I nothing yeah. to do with it, actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just realized, actually, because like we had just like I just said, like, oh, yeah, like pick 10 guys or something like that. I just mm-hmm. realized even after making all my notes that, yeah, you did 12. So I did, how yeah. much I'm really paying attention here. <laughs> it, I, I also couldn't just pick 10 because like I still feel like we could have talked about other guys. But I was like, you know what? This is like the I think, solid I think we got some of the. Yeah. Ones. And if so. there's somebody that we missed, feel free to put it in like the comments on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, or tweet it at us or yeah. Or whatever, and let us know what you think their New yeah. Year's resolution would be. So tell us who we missed and what we missed about them. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to start with, of course, who else? The face of the franchise, Trevor Zegers, the new face of the franchise. Sorry, I, I should clarify. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like I'm just like walking on eggshells already. Like from right off the to go, top man. of the episode. Way to go! Yeah, just like <laughs> I was like, I felt like I need to be very careful around like the Christmas subject and then the New Year and now like the whole face <laughs> of the franchise thing. But um, I have no idea why. Anyways, Trevor, screw Zegers. you, Ryan Getzlaff. You are no longer the face of the franchise. <laughs> yeah, it's what He's, happens when you retire. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's what happens when you just like return to Saskatchewan, never to be seen again. Maybe one hap- day someone will get drunk yeah. and find you in a a field, and just all of a sudden. Just among the wheat. I don't know. No, no, he doesn't. What does he farm? Doesn't he farm like sheep or something? Chickens. Chickens. 
Yeah, he's, he's got he's got chickens in, uh, in, at his place in California. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I kind of always just assumed it was in Saskatchewan. No, he's in California. Yeah. I mean, of course. Like, if once you move to California, why would you go back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, re- yeah, really, though. Yeah, why would you want to go back to... Like, okay, I'm just going to eliminate, like, the Canadian thing of bashing on Saskatchewan, especially the Albertan thing of bashing on Saskatchewan. Just why would you want to go back to Canada, I guess, and, like, that area of like alberta saskatchewan manitoba the flat boring part (laughs) that is just like way too cold but at the same time as you're brushing like the foot of snow off your car um you're just going like you know what at least there's no hurricanes or tsunamis here or like poisonous insects that are the size of my face like yeah (laughs) yeah you're just like yeah it's too cold for any of that stuff and that's why i live here the and the free healthcare. that's about it (laughs) (laughs) otherwise i'd be in california too trust me (laughs) yeah yeah fair enough okay let's try this one more time (laughs) all right (laughs) we're gonna start with him and what his new year's resolution would be to stay in california (laughs) (laughs) i mean ideally yeah but for his uh, entire career yeah, <laughs> not a New Year's resolution, a career resolution. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, for for Zegris's New Year's resolution, I put uh, to do more Michigans. I would. Like, All right. <laughs> we've only seen him do it what once this year, like score well, I, on it I once. thought you just meant like in general. I was like, he's done it like three times. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that, but like this year, he's he's at least attempted it. I think maybe two or three times, but I think he's only done it the once. Yeah, I think, like, he's, attempt- I think he's attempted it. No, I think he's actually only attempted it the one time he scored on it. The others have been kind of like the the fake ones almost to oh, yeah. try to, which is so much fun about the Michigan and more, especially like in the next few years, right? Like some of the younger kids that are going to be coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Who, uh, you know, like they're just kind of, do- like, I think it was uh, Jeff Merrick on, it was either 32 Thoughts or the Jeff Merrick show was saying like the Michigan is, in a few years going to be just become commonplace. Oh yeah. Right. It's not going to be sure. something that Sveshnikov and uh, Zegris did that uh, got put into a video game. Yeah. Right. And there's like a video game move. Like it's just going to be a practical move in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone's just going to be doing it. Exactly. Or a, a good chunk anyways. Yeah. Like, so. like the, the Michigan will become the new, uh, like between the leg shot cross yeah. crease kind of thing where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. like it still blows your mind when you see it and you like you yeah. freak out right but because it's, it's like be, so okay, rare it's not to the do fr- it it's and not like the, actually yeah. have it work yeah yeah but it's gonna be like okay but it's not the first time i've seen it, it it's not gonna be like when uh Shveshnikov first did it right and people like a few years ago. lost their minds yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah, exactly um what did you have what do you what do you think new Zebra's new year's resolution should <laughs> i be? actually went the opposite way i said keep working on the simple game you got a little bit of a Actual critique there. <laughs> now, it's because... Nate Thomas confirms Zegra's hater. <laughs> no, Blast absolutely him. not. Blow absolutely up his DMs. Not. At Tate Thomas, no, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. I love <laughs> Trevor. I love Trevor. Not as much as some people I've seen on Twitter. You know who you are. But I, I but I love me some Zegra's. So you um, hate the Michigan? No, it's, no fuck no. I hate, I love the Michigan. <laughs> well, the other nickname for it is called the, it's called the, the lacrosse. Right? I'm a massive lacrosse guy. Fuck so, yeah. so I don't understand home. what your issue is then. Like it's be- it's because who we pissed know in your eggnog? I don't drink eggnog for one and two. It's because we know he's skilled and can and will do great things and highlight 
real things for his entire career, mm-hmm. right? And like that's not to say that like the novelty of it is worn off or anything like that, right? But one thing that Pat Verbeek talked about that ever since I read the comment, actually, I've noticed it a little bit more is there are just some inconsistencies in his game, right? And just some like some of the simple things that at the NHL level just need to be improved. The thing that came to mind right away was just, okay, where might he be in giveaways on the team? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he's leading the team in giveaways. Uh, we're So we're recording this on December 20th, so about a week before it's released. So just if, if we're reading off a couple stats, just keep this in mind, people. He's leading the team in giveaways with 34 right now. Ooh, the next, that's, like, that's like one a game. Yeah, that's not what The next want, really. <laughs> guy is Dmitry Kulikov with 22, just to give you some reference. Ooh. So like just, just little things like that, right? Just like, mm-hmm. you know, just finding better passing lanes, right? Which, you know, it, it is your teammates as well have to be more open for you, right? But it's it's picking the right moment to pass, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or just just things like that. So, I, like, I know that's just one example that I'm putting on the table here, but for the sake of time, I'll, I'll just leave it at that one. But yeah, just yeah. Work, continue to work on the simple things, right? Because we yeah. know he's got the skill base down and he has the talent as well to make those simple things, make those things like the Michigan even better. Fair. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Fair point. Well, yeah. well said. So did I calm you down? <laughs> you did. Yeah. I was pretty rattled at first, but it's okay because I, uh, I think that even if Nate convinces Trevor Zegers to do less Michigans, um, I, I think my next resolution here will, uh, more than make up for that for Troy Terry. I want him to learn how to do the Michigan. The dude already has like a wicked shot and can score at, basically at will um and in a few years he's gonna be even deadlier and probably gonna have his name in contention for a rocket richard trophy if the team also picks up the pace a little bit i Mm. think i think terry could easily score 50 in this league without a doubt maybe even 60 hot take maybe i don't know there you go it's it's, it's what i want it's my ideal scenario but if he could also learn how to do the michigan then that would just be a lot of fun because it's like, okay, not only do you have to watch this guy when he's in front of the net, you also have to watch him when he's behind the net. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, imagine the equivalent of two Zegrises. Yeah, exactly. And then put them on a line together. And, like, and that's <laughs> not to say that like Troy Terry needs to become Trevor Zegris, right? No. But like just that like you really have to watch both of them, right? Because of the additional things that they can do to their shooting and whatnot right yeah so it's you're gonna hate this comparison it's adding things to your skill set that are different from but could put you at the level of the pairing of like mcdavid and dry mm-hmm. where it's just like you have to respect the shot from both and you yeah. also have to respect the pass from both and like just together it's like what do you even do like you literally have to double coverage both of them and like exactly i, I think zegris and terry could get to that point too like where both of them have a wicked shot, both of them can thread the needle on a pass, and then what do you do when it's a two-on-two? Yeah. And a two-on-one, give up. Two-on-o, goalie leaves the net and just heads yeah. to the shower early. Like, <laughs> Pull the... Uh... Uh, oh, it was uh, Lundqvist that did it a few years ago when there was some, like, something going on and he couldn't get the ref's attention for it. Uh, mm. just, just throw the net off. Throw the net <laughs> off, shake, shake your helmet off, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever <laughs> just, it takes. Just say fuck it. <laughs> 
just, just start skating to the bench and, and telling off your teammates because they, they let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, um, another... Oh no! Oh, sorry. I guess I was ready to move ahead. Oh, to the next guy. No, we, we did. What do you think Terry should do? Become the captain this team needs and deserves. There you go. Because I think we've seen, especially this season, the captain material in you know, like responsibility, like taking responsibility in pressers and on ice and that sort of thing, right? Like, um, just kind of how he carries himself. Same thing, like the you know the amount that we're able to see off ice stuff as well as the on ice right like he's he's a guy that like everyone talks about like oh yeah he make you know the face of the franchise and Zegris the captain or um you know i like or i still Mason wouldn't McTavish be upset if it's too, McTavish but... like down the road kind of thing but um again off of like verbeek's comments and whatnot um terry's in that zone of like where Verbeek is thinking for a captain of like, mm -hmm. like demographic wise. Yeah. And obviously the production doesn't hurt either. Right. It's not always your top face guy is your, uh, is your captain. Right. Like, yeah. um, like look at Patrick Kane, even it took years and years for him to have an a on his sweater. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but yeah, I Troy Terry is the captain actually is where my mind is at in terms of the C in the future. And mm -hmm. just this is the year to become that guy to prove yeah. that He's, you should wear that C that gets last last war. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be upset about that either. Like he's really taken a step in a leadership role this year for sure. Um, I, I think next year, without a doubt, he gets an A because he doesn't have one this year, does he? I don't think so. I don't. Why can't I recall offhand? I'm yeah. not. I yeah. I don't think he does. Um, I guess Henrik Soferberg should still have his, I think. Yeah. I think, and then, yeah. God, why don't I know who our A's are this year? This yeah, Henrik Soferberg, Fowler. Oh, and that's it. I thought Chat. Yeah, okay, no, that, that makes sense yeah. then. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, if Shattenkirk had one, like, yes, he's played a lot in the league, but I would I would still have questions. Um, <laughs> that's, that's fair, yeah. yeah. That, that's the only reason I thought was because he's like older and been around for a while so um but yeah moving on mason mctavish uh, let's start with you this time what do you think sure. mason mctavish should uh, work on as a new year's resolution i just said continue to progress like this is a guy that's already yeah. been doing great as a rookie uh again as of this recording he's third on the team in points already with yeah. 18 and that's while averaging 14 minutes and 20 seconds of ice time which is not a ton so. Right. So just keep using the time that your coach gives you to prove that you deserve more time. Right. Yeah. Like, like McTavish's next goal, next victim, however you want to put it, <laughs> is you're looking at the guy who's above you on the lineup sheet. That guy's in year much, one yeah. of five years of a contract in mm -hmm. Ryan Strom. Yeah. That's the that's the guy that you're looking to take his ice time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, just continue to progress. So and then like that second line doesn't have to happen this year, obviously. Right? Yeah. But just but it would be continue nice. <laughs> to show that it should be yours. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Uh for him, I 
uh, I, I had one, but then I used it for someone later, and I didn't want to double up. So um, for him, I just I just said fill in that stash, you know. So kind of in the similar vein <laughs> as you, keep progressing, but keep progressing the stash. It's <laughs> like it's there, and we can tell it's there, but like just just make it fill it out a little bit more, you know. Make it make it look like you're not 19. Which, oh my god, I love it. <laughs> it'll happen. Don't don't worry. Now, why if somebody was doing this for us at the same age, someone would have been saying that about me. The exact same thing I feel like. Yeah. Probably. So I think it was Yeah, I was 19 when I started to like really go with the beard. I guess. So, yeah. And even then it's like filled out more. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I, I know that when we met you didn't have a beard, but I honestly can't remember what you look like without a beard. And like that time you shaved it, and I was like, he looks totally different. I've never seen him without a beard. And then I like looked back at old pictures and I was like, wow, I have. This is weird. Yeah, so it's like, it's definitely been a while. So yeah, well, it's been seven. Yeah, well, that'd be seven years, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, and I've only shaved. I've, I've clean shaven it once. And then I did the mustache in the summer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, moving on here. Adam Henrique, we'll start with you again on this one. Uh, I said uh, be the captain slash uncle in the room. Like, just keep doing it, right? Because mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's, I don't know, it, it could be Fowler as well, I guess. But to me, Henrique would be the guy otherwise, I think, that you would name the captain. Yeah, because, like, I think Henrique and Fowler are very similar in age, but, like, Whenever I think of Henrik, I'm like, oh yeah, he's like the cool uncle. Like he's, yeah. he's like way older, and like Fowler's still kind of one of the kids. I, I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. it's but yeah, he like, just has like that vibe of more like the like I'm here to have fun, but also when shit needs to get serious, I'm going to be serious about it. And yeah, Fowler exactly. doesn't strike me as quite like that. So yeah, yeah, um, Fowler's just the he he's um what's the what's the word? He's like not middle of the road, but like. Just comment reflected about everything, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Henrique was born 1990, Fowler 1991. Uh, yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah. Actually, almost two full years between them, just based off where their birthdays are. But Yeah, uh, I, I kind of had something similar as well for this one. I said, uh, just learn the cool, hip new lingo of the kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's doing a lot of things right this year. Like, he's really taken yeah. a step in his career and... Um, like I think he's on pace. I don't know if he's on pace for career numbers, but he's on pace to be pretty cl- pretty close to like one of his top seasons. I think um, he really took uh, getting waived last year series. Like he oh, took it. He took yeah. it personally. Yeah, so. those those two years ago, almost. Oh my god, that was two years. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I, done. I, I'm done. <laughs> I also always think that was only a year ago, but yeah, it was two. But yeah, I think he's he's doing a lot of good things. But um, you know, kind of in the similar way of like being the cool uncle. And like learning yeah. the hip new lingo, that's kind of what I was going for there. It's just like be the leader when you need to be, but like also just have fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, Ryan Strom. This is the one that I um, had for McTavish and then I wanted to use it for Strom. I said, just shoot more. We, uh, <laughs> we were talking off air about his shooting percentage. Um, and over his career, it's 10.9%. Again, 
as of when we're recording this. And that's not bad. It's about average. But this year it's 15.4%. And really ever since he got traded to New York back in 1819, where um, in his time with New York in that season, 63 games, he had a 22.5 shooting percentage. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, which is nuts considering... In Edmonton, that same season, in 18 games, he had a 3.33 shooting percentage. Like, so the, in, fact, in like New- the turnaround there in New York is just wild. Yeah, so in New York, what's, uh, how many shots did he have and how many goals? 18 goals on 80 shots in those 63 games. There you go. Yeah, and then the next season, 11.7%, 10.9, uh, 13 in his last season with New York, um, and then this so season, 15.4. So he's, he's, he's currently he's, doing better... It's the new team yeah. bump, but it's just going to yeah. get better as Anaheim gets better. Ho- hopefully, yeah. yeah like yeah. <laughs> he's it really ever since just that god awful eighteen game stretch in Edmonton, he's like just continued to improve his career shooting percentage. So I think, and I mean, by shooting more, it'll it might lower that shooting percentage, but it also might not. I I, I don't know. I think he's very careful about the shots he picks, maybe, and that's kind of part of why it's so high. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, shoot more and see what happens. Maybe you just get more goals. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with him. What do you have for Strom? Uh, I have just keep gelling with the young guys. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, this is year one of five that he is signed for with uh, the Ducks. He's doing well. He's tied for fourth in points right now with Adam Henrique with uh, 17 points. So, yeah, just like... The guys like Terry, Zegers, McTavish, these are going to be your teammates for the next five years, yeah. right? So just continue to to gel with them. And um, yeah, so that's what I got. Cool. Um, and then moving on, we got Pavel Regenda. What do you have for him? To prove the doubters that you belong. Just mm. we know this is his first year in North America, right? So it is a different game. And like you, you hear it lots from European players that it's just, you know, it's the size of the ice, just the way that the game's played, right? Um, yeah, just continue to adapt to it, play well. Uh, yeah, play hard and play well as well in the AHL where you are right now, at least as of the recording, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got four points in nine games in the AHL right now. Um his first game in the A is the game that we went to actually against uh, the Wranglers there. And mm-hmm. like the guy looked good. So just yeah. keep showing, just adapt to the, uh, uh, the end, like the North American game and it'll all be fine. So, yeah, I, uh, I agree. I, I basically said the same thing, but in different words, I said, uh, make it your resolution to carry Catan again. This year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> be the keeper. of Catan. I, I like that way of saying it. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll, we'll go with that. Rather than ignore just everything saying, I said, yeah. Rather than just saying, just just make it back there one day, buddy. Just just hold Catan in your hands one more yeah. time. Um, so yeah, that uh, takes us to about halfway through the list. Let's take a, a short break. Throw it over to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code THPN. We'll see you guys in a minute to go through the next six guys of the list. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, we're going to hop over to the back end now, getting out of the forwards, and we're going to talk about Cam Fowler. I just realized that you formatted it that way, too. Yeah. I've got a plan. I'm a man <laughs> with a plan, Nate. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens when I, I don't plan the bulk of the episode, actually. <laughs> yeah, when you're like, oh, hey, just put together a list and then we'll, I just I just we'll go with it. the flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you should do that from now on. Uh, <laughs> you, you do a good job too. That's just like this Catch way. Me by it's surprise. Like, th- this way, it's like Christmas every time we do an episode because you're like, "Oh, what's this? No way! I was not expecting that." <laughs> Whereas when you do it, then I get that. So it's well, like that's not fair that Christmas. you get it for forty nine out of fifty episodes plus the season. <laughs> well, this is my Christmas present to you this year. Nate. Oh, thanks, buddy. Giving you Thanks, that buddy. experience just a single time. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, Cam Fowler. I realized that had I left Mason McCavish's as what I had it as, that I would just have three that were the same, which is boring. But again, for Cam <laughs> Fowler, I said shoot more. Um, but more in the context of like on the power play, because really we being on the power play has showed the whole team and the whole fan base that Cam Fowler can be that power play guy. Right, like he's was kind of like he's always kind of been known for that offense and that defense. Like he's a very solid and has been a very solid two way defender for this team. But like he was never quite one way or the other. Where it's like, okay, he's like that solid shutdown defenseman that we need, or oh, he's like that you know big offensive puck moving defenseman that's gonna score like thirty goals, seventy, eighty points a season. Right, like he's always just kind of been in that middle ground, but. Uh, he definitely has the tools to be able to do both. Like he can still be defensively responsible, but when he's given the opportunity to be more offensive, like on the power play, he can produce and he can create chances. And even if he's not maybe getting an assist on a, a goal scored on the power play, he's at least like moving the puck around and um, generating chances. And then maybe like, you know, a few passes down the line, a forward scores but he just doesn't get credit, but it all kind of stemmed from his movement and his vision, I guess, at the blue line. So shoot more, be more offensive, I guess, is more where I was going than just shoot more. So There you go. I guess this isn't so much of a a resolution as it is uh, just what to do, I guess. (laughs) Just Um, just do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where's the button? Do it! Just do it! Thank you. Um, Black Friday, they, or not Black Friday, geez, Boxing Day sales <laughs> should still be going on. Uh, those fancy watches that, you know, like the like the Rolexes and whatever that uh, I, I'm a massive watch 
guy, obviously not, um, <laughs> that uh, a lot of the NHL guys wear, right? Those are, those are great, but Fowler, play, buy yourself a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or something like that because this guy is currently averaging 24 minutes and 21 seconds uh, of time on ice. He's also been added to the power play as of late. Mm. I, I just want to make sure that this guy isn't getting to like a dangerous level on his heart rates or anything like that. <laughs> so I, I just, I just want him to be, to be healthy and, and yeah. good. So yeah, buy yourself a, buy yourself a Fitbit or something, bud. Just, <laughs> just make sure you're okay. <laughs> if he's like by the end of the season, going to have like 25 plus minutes a night, like, that dude's resting heart rate has got to be like 20 or something like that by the end of the season. (laughs) Yeah, like his cardio is probably just so good that it's just like, yeah, like basically if I'm not skating at 100% like I normally am in an NHL game, I'm like almost dead. Yeah. And then he breaks into a full sprint and then his like exercising heart rate is like my resting heart rate <laughs> which isn't even bad it's like 60 so yeah <laughs> like <laughs> oh all yeah right. you know what i would i would want him to buy an apple watch or a fitbit just, just, just for like the curiosity because i want to know like how good yeah. is his cardio <laughs> <laughs> we're checking it watching hockey games we're just like jesus christ my heart rate's at 100 just watching this game right now because i hope fucking yeah. stress it's making me that's that's where like we get a microphone that gets that goes to an earpiece for Cam. Cam buddy, how you how how are you doing on the on the heart rate? I'm at hundred just watching you. My one oh five. Cam or yeah, Cam, you you played twenty three minutes tonight. I know I'm normally at like a hundred. The fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Jamie Drysdale. What do you have for Jamie Drysdale? Heel. And not like the here, here heel. Yeah, like, like your dog kind of thing. Here like, boy. Yeah. Heel, heel, please. Because yeah. we need years and years of you, Jamie. You are our future number one, number one defenseman. We need yeah. you, buddy. Just come back 100%. Yeah. I mean, this one was kind of a layup, anyways, but I said the same thing. Just play another game. Yeah. Just. Make it your resolution to play another game in the NHL this year, like this calendar year. You know. Yeah. Okay. I was. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. I actually don't. For for his health, unless he is a hundred percent, I don't want to see him in another game this year. Honestly, like just yeah. for his future. So. Yeah. So, um, rounding out the defenseman here, John Klingberg. For. Uh, I, I've totally lost track of who's going first and where, so I'm just gonna. Yeah. Go for know, it do it however i feel like for the rest of the episode (laughs) i did have a system i was going like two and two but i think it's all over the place now anyways john klingberg uh i said for his new year's resolution it should be to gtf out of here (laughs) like go get paid somewhere else go 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 make some other team worse defensively or, or or figure shit out but just like give us a nice return on your way out the door or something but just just leave like In the nicest way possible. Like, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. It's late. We've already had a few drinks. Like, just leave. It's it's nice knowing you, John. Thanks. Thanks for everything, but please leave. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you're just saying that Klingberg is like that third wheel that you just want him to leave the room so that you can get down. <laughs> that's not, I guess. Yeah, that's not what I was really saying at all. But yeah, sort of. <laughs> Okay, I do have a nicer way of saying it. 
Okay. See, I thought that my way was kind of funny and nice, and then I said it, and I was like, that's awful. And then I tried to, like, recover, and I feel like I made it worse. So, John, get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, I have it as prove your value. Now, for... Okay. Well, that so is a nicer way. Remember, like, back in the summer, Klingberg held out in free agency because he thought he was worth a lot more, mm-hmm. right? And especially for term is what he was looking for, right? That's... I, I I could be wrong on this, but I think Dallas did offer him a contract, but it wasn't the term that he wanted. I think it was like a four by like four year, seven million dollar or something. Yeah, or it might have been five, but he wanted the full eight. Or if he tested free agency, then seven. seven. Yeah, so he held out, and a month later, he got the seven million, but for one year, and it came from a bottom three team in the league. Right, <laughs> basically the only one that. <laughs> had cap space and actually needed to hit the floor. So they were like, are yeah. you sure you don't want eight for this one year? Because like we need to hit the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I I feel like it's, and this isn't to shit on Arizona. It's bad when Arizona doesn't even want you to hit their cap floor. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, he, he held out, only got the one year at 7 million. Right. And from the Anaheim perspective, you're thinking, okay, he's going to, you know, be a power play producer and uh, get a nice return for us, I guess, to to go play for a team that'll play in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. But right now, even with the you know the idea of well, yes, he is playing on Anaheim. We've seen other guys step up and take the role that was basically given to him on as the quarterback at the top power play, right? Yeah. So yeah, just. Prove that it's the player that you are rather than you were a product of Dallas's system. Mm-hmm. And I mean like like the stars. Um, and that way you can be sent to a contender to, you know, try to play for a Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, for sure. So like yeah. it's it's not us saying get the fuck out. It's give yourself the best opportunity to get out and get the money and term that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And to be fair, as we're recording this, in the last two games, John Klingberg has three goals and two game winners. And go listen to the last shots. episode uh, yeah. to, to hear my thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, which for everyone that's listening to this, when it actually comes out, is the 25th episode. Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess it's, yeah. Yeah, so not the <laughs> not the last episode, but yeah, the 25th. A few, a, a few episodes back. Yeah, because we're recording this just before the Kings game here. Um, so, yes, episode 25. Not so embarrassing is what it's called. Is if you yeah. missed that one, that's where we talk about Klingberg. So, yeah, moving on to the not forwards and defensemen section of this list, which if you're like just say goaltenders, we got a coach in there, so that's <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm being weird about it. Uh, John Gibson, for John Gibson, I, I think we probably said the same one. I would be surprised if you said anything else, but um, but we shall see. I said just make it your resolution to take a day off, man. Play like play less games. Let Stellars, Dostal, Erickson, Eck, whoever is back there, let them play a couple games. Like you don't need to play every single game, and you will play better that way. Yeah, that's fair. Mine kind of it's not the same thing, but it can it piggybacks off yours it's for close. sure. Yeah. Um, just stay healthy and consistent. Yeah, is what I had. So just you know when he's healthy and rested, John Gibson can be a top five goalie in the league. 
mm-hmm. right? We've we've seen it. We've even seen it this season, right? Yeah. Um, but it just it, it can't be an 800 save percentage one night, regardless of the the team in front of you, and then like a 940 the next, and keep flip flopping every game, every two games, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Just we like we need some consistency in that back end. Um. Currently, right now, he's as the fifth worst goals against average, which he has improved on, actually. Like, yeah. gotten himself closer to zero. He has the fifth worst goals against average with a minimum of 15 games played for goalies this year at a negative 5.4. Hmm. So, and just for yeah. reference, um, the top five worst currently at uh, number four is Spencer Martin with a negative 7.4. Uh, of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Edmonton Oilers goaltender Jack Campbell with a negative 10.8. At number two, uh, Ducks fans will love this one. Jonathan Quick of the LA Kings at a negative 11.1. Hell yeah. (laughs) All for the Kings hate here. Then wrapping it up is still Thatcher Demko at negative 11.2. The oh, it's rough I, for the Canucks having two goalies in the bottom five, but. and it's rough for the Pacific Division having five out of sixteen goalies be the bottom five, bottom five worst minimum <laughs> yeah. fifteen games played. Yeah, Jesus yeah, that's, that's not a good look, but yeah, no, you're right. We did kind of like have very similar things still, even though they weren't the same. Like mine, I guess, is more of like the means to get to where. Or to achieve like what you said, like take a yeah. day off so that you can stay healthy and be consistent. So, exactly. Yeah, we were we were on the same page there. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, next, as um, as it should be, and as these goalies are used to, uh, this next one is a bit of a tandem here. So, like for both Stellars and Dostal, we kind of gave them one resolution together, and um, and, and I guess. It's kind of, mine's kind of like for each of them, this would be their resolution, but it's not yeah, really that's what possible I for both of them. Um, and that is to not get sent back down to the A. Like, make it, <laughs> make it so difficult for Pat Verbeek to send you down that he just runs three goalies kind of thing. Like, prove why you should be in the NHL over the other guy. Because essentially, Stellars and Dostal are, like, not like enemies, but like they're... I guess rivals. They're rivals at at this point. Yeah, it, it's it's in team com, uh, competition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Gibson is going to be on the team until he gets traded or unless he gets injured, and then that only leaves one spot for Stellars or Dostal. They can't both have it. They yeah. can't both be sitting on the bench backing up. That's that's just not how it is. So they both need to show this is I'm the guy. Keep me around. I mean, that'd be kind of funny though. It would be. Yeah. Just have like the two goalies just vibe and like, like just two goalies there as like the third one is in the net and the, like, the two guys that are like on the bench. Yeah, just just vibe. Yeah. <laughs> the one goalie leaves at one point, comes back with two beers, a hot dog and popcorn. <laughs> like <laughs> they, they would look like me in one of the few games that I was back up for uh for, for lacrosse. There was uh there was a buddy of mine that had like a few bites left of like a poutine and he just asked if I wanted it. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so there I am just eating poutine on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what did you have for these, uh, these two lovely tendies? I had kind of similar, I guess, but, uh, but different. Uh, just mm-hmm. keep doing you is what I had. Um, Stellar's is- you should put that on like a, one of those reclaimed wood signs and like, right. 
next to a live laugh love pillow. It's a, yeah, I was gonna say that's that's something someone gets tattooed on their wrist. Just keep, keep yeah. doing you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stellaris has answered the call in nearly like every occasion that he's had to, right? Whether it's a start or going in uh, as relief, um, and has given some stability to the Ducks back end when it's been needed, right? So like on, like in those games that uh, that Gibson hasn't been on it or he's mm-hmm. just been left alone and gets mercy pulled kind of thing right like yeah. Stellaris has kind of uh been the the band-aid at times we'll call it um yeah. has been tearing up the ahl this year and uh the last couple of games he's been doing great uh again at the time of the recording he's been doing great in the nhl as well right and he'll he'll do it full time in the nhl soon someday so yeah yeah for sure so yeah just just keep keep doing you yeah a good one uh nate how about you leave us off here with your new year's resolution for the man the myth the legend head coach dallas eakins sure because i was actually gonna say can i take it first because i think yours is gonna be more of a joke one yeah a, a, jo- <laughs> a joke approach i guess so yeah. i'll be the bad guy here i guess <laughs> Um, I have quit coaching like you have less than a year left on your contract and fuck <laughs> the ducks up for the future um i have so like this is the time to like the the thing we kept hearing about dallas eakins and was kind of like the at the like in like the first year i guess of uh uh like of his time with the ducks is like he was like he was good with the like in the ahl and for like development and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing right was it was good with young guys and i haven't seen that personally in his time with the ducks yeah so like the, the right now, especially with how the team is constructed, this is the time to let those younger kids play, right? Like I've, I've talked before about the white gloves, which he has been better with, mm-hmm. right? But you know, go back to a guy that we talked about earlier, Pavel Regenda, right? It's a, that's a guy that I would have loved to have been given a bit more of an opportunity before he got told to go to San Diego. Yeah, and he was right? really sent down to San Diego because a lot of people would be like, oh, well, that's Verbeek's decision, not Dallas's. Yeah. But he was kind of, it feels at least... He was, me, he was like he was sent down because he was healthy scratched and not getting the time to develop that yeah. he needed and deserved, I thought. So yeah, exactly. it was more of like Verbeek saying, okay, I guess if Eakins isn't going to play, uh, at least you'll get full top line or top six minutes in San Diego. So Yeah, so yeah, it's the time to have the young guys play and not just play, but play meaningful time as well, right? Which again, he's doing better with, right? We're seeing it with Mason McTavish, but then again, McTavish hasn't uh, really given an. He's forced Eakins to give him more ice time. Like, yeah. Honestly, probably gun to the head. Like, you fucking give me the ice time, yeah. or I'm gonna make your life a living hell more than it is already. Um, yeah, or I'm gonna shave what little hair you have left yeah. and tape it to my <laughs> face so that I can make Carter of the Quack Report happy <laughs> with my mustache. Exactly. Do you want to go back to being the guy that's like? That's just a trivia question for, uh, hey, who caught Tamu Solani's glove when he set the record for rookie scoring? Yeah. With Winnipeg? Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just, like, give them the time. Yeah, if he, if he didn't know that, by the way, Dallas Eakins was the guy that caught Tamu Solani's glove mm-hmm. uh, when he did, like, the famous, like, the, the shotgun move there in, uh, in Winnipeg. Um, so, that, yeah, it's the time to give the young guys, like, meaningful time and, like, just to to do that to improve and progress right like just quit holding 
back just in general, not even just with the young guys, right? Because we've like we've talked about the lineups before, right? How it's like, okay, like this, like it feel like a lot of it has just felt like it's purposely holding the team back. I get it. We're going for a Bedard, but it's what I said however many episodes ago and kind of bring up every now and then. This season, I don't care if we lose. I just don't want to be embarrassed. And I think we see it out of the players as well that they just don't want to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, my my New Year's resolution for Dallas Eakins, and you're right, it's, well, it's not so much a joke, it's more just like a tongue-in-cheek remark. Or jokey, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for, if I was Dallas, this is, this is how I envisioned it. If I'm Dallas Eakins, and I'm sitting there by the fire at 9 p.m., just like hoping to God that the three hours goes by quickly so I can go the fuck to bed. And I'm and then like I'm just sitting there thinking about how much I hate coaching and how much the young players are ruining everything that he previously loved about coaching. And if I if I embody that spirit and at nine PM on December thirty first, twenty twenty two, Dallas Eakins who is me, thinks to himself, you know what, this year, for the rest of the season, I really want to shake up the lines a little bit more. Like, what? <laughs> why make it consistent? Why, why not play Trevor Zegers on the third line with, say, I don't know, Isaac Lundestrom? And, I don't know, Brett Leeson? Maybe, well, let's see what that happens. Let's see how that goes. Or, I don't know, hey, maybe I'll just put, like, Henrique and... Zegris and McCavish all up there and then just hope that the wingers can take some face-offs. You know, let's just see. Let's throw the lines in a blender. You know what? Zegris, Terry, and Henrique's been great. They get like a goal a game pretty much sometimes too. But like, what What if we spread them out and put Zegris top line, Henrique second line, Z- Terry third line, just to spread out the scoring, you know? Let's, let's just shake things up. Let's make... 2023, the wildest year Anaheim has ever seen. If I, so if that, I'm Dallas Eakins, that's what he, that's, that's what I think he thinks to himself. Should he do it? No. But that's what I'm thinking. I'm scared right now because that actually seems like a realistic thing that Dallas Eakins would do given his track record with the Anaheim Ducks. So please knock on wood because I know your desk is made of it right now. Yeah, uh, that's Thank also you. another thing. Is like he hasn't. <laughs> he also like hasn't really shaken up the lines yet this year, which I am thankful for. Very, very thankful for. But like, at the same time, I'm like, when is that coming? Like, are you just gonna it's, all of a sudden uh, like just I'll, make I'll the worst lines that the <laughs> NHL has ever seen for the next fifty games? I'll say that it's just been more consistent as of late, like the last month. Yeah. Which so, is my frame of reference. So yeah. yeah, I guess like the first like month and a half, two months, it was really everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, that's true, and that, and the, a lot of that was like we have a bunch of new guys, and we want to see who can gel together mm-hmm. because we didn't really get that in the preseason. So um, yeah, but so even I gave, then, like, I gave him a pass there, but now he's figured it out. And now I'm like, okay, what what do you got in store for us? Yeah, exactly. For, for January, like, are we just going to come back from like the Christmas holidays, and all of a sudden you've got like. Troy Terry playing with Sam Carrick and Max Jones and like don't get me wrong I love those players but like why the fuck is Sam- Troy Terry <laughs> playing with them you know <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say uh Egan's is gonna walk in 
like the first day back from the Christmas break, right? Or like walk in. Uh, I don't know when's the when's the first game in January. Good question. Yeah. When is it offhand? I don't remember it offhand. The NHL app is being really slow for me right now. I got it. Don't worry. Hey, what is it? Um, against Vegas on Wednesday the twenty eighth, at home. Uh, th- sorry, that's yeah, that's after Christmas, and then the first of the new year is uh, oh, okay. Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia Monday, January second, at home. Okay, so morning skate, January second. Dallas Eakins is going to walk into the locker room and go, guys, I think we need a bit of a shakeup here. And in is going to walk Trevor Zegers wearing the goalie gear. <laughs> and Stellars is going to, someone's going to turn and like realize whoever sits by Zegers, who was like, you know, he's been a little quiet, just like didn't like, just didn't really look over though. And it's just like, you know, like Z's actually been like uncharacteristically quiet. And it's just going to be Stellars in full <laughs> gear with his head down. Yeah. <laughs> the pop it up. Yeah, you didn't realize it was me the whole time. Yeah, this wasn't my idea. And then Dallas is going to bring it and follow it up with, and Z is starting in net tonight. And everyone's going to, I fuck. All right. <laughs> the way that you started that whole thing was like a, like a diary entry for Dallas Eakins. Like, <laughs> dear diary, January 2nd, 2022. Scratches it out. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Scratches it out again. Yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. 8.37 a.m. I had a fantastic dream last night. I walked into the Anaheim Ducks dressing room and I looked at Trevor Zegras and I thought, wow, he got a haircut. It's about time. He's beginning to look like a fucking hippie. Upon cl- a closer look, I realized it was Anthony Stolarz. I was confused, and that's when Trevor Zegras walked in and said, I've got a late Christmas present for you. I turned around, and Trevor Zegras was standing there in Anthony Stellars' goalie gear. <laughs> he said, put me in, coach. And then I did, and then I, I woke like up. I need some like, Christmas music behind this or Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how there's like normally like music playing behind, like, yeah. uh, uh, like, behind like the Christmas story kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, or or that, or no, it's 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 the diary, it's the dream diary yeah. of Dallas Eakins before he goes and does the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I had this beautiful dream last night of Trevor Zegers pulling a Michigan. The difference was though, he was wearing goalie gear, and I thought, <laughs> what if I put Zegers in goal? And then, and then somebody he brings up the NHL Michigan rule. on himself. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and then somebody brings up the NHL rulebook and goes, "Dallas, if he wears the goalie gear, he can't cross center." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say they uh, um, brought up the goalie. Oh no, he's uh, for some reason I thought Trevor Zegers was a lot shorter. I was going to thought you were going to do like a height thing where goalies have to be taller than like five eight, but he's actually oh. six feet tall. <laughs> Goalies have to weigh more than 185 pounds. There we go. Zegris makes the like hits the minimum cutoff for a goalie in the NHL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, after we descended into a little bit of madness there, it's, which what is you, my fault what, because what do you expect? Well, it's it's really my own fault for getting too much into Dallas Eakins' head, and then after that, it's just absolute chaos. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like. I feel like I need a shower now. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm going to go do that, have a nice hot shower to wash the Dallas Eakins off me. Sounds good. Nate, if people want to ask for a reimbursement for therapy after listening to the last 10 minutes, where can they do that at? (laughs) No, no, no. No, I'm changing it up here. If you're a sick fuck and you want the link to that, (laughs) DM DM your tweet me at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. Okay, then I will reimburse your therapy bills at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Once again, if you have uh, any ideas of what the 12 players that we went through, plus Eakins, so um, could uh, ask for for a New Year's resolution. Or if you have ideas for other players as well, then uh, feel free to shoot those over to us at Quack Report Pod on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. And before I hit the key for the music, Nate has something to say. Remember, we do not have an episode coming out on January 2nd, the, like this coming Monday. We will be back with a live post-game show after the game against whoever it is on that Philly went on oh, no. the Philly game. No, no, sorry, Philly was the Monday Dallas Dallas on the fourth Dallas. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you remembered because before we started, <laughs> I was like, I got to remember to say that. And then that was, it's been almost an hour. So thank you. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. that people. Hope you guys had a fantastic holiday. Happy new year to everybody that celebrates. And uh, yeah, looking forward to 2023. See you guys next year.